the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The NBA is right. Yep. The commissioner, Adam Silver, had every right to tell Daryl Morey, the general manager of the Houston Rockets, to shut up and dribble, so to speak. Uh, just as Roger Goodell and NFL owners had every right to tell Colin Kaepernick and every other player on the in the league uh, not to kneel during the playing of the national anthem. And it has nothing to do with free speech. The government's not telling uh, the government not telling Morley want, what to say or not to say. So it's 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 not the government telling him this. It's his uh, rights are still intact. They're not being uh, denied his right to free speech. Not at all. And uh, it's about keeping the customers happy. The liberal sports media still haven't figured it out about Kaepernick. Nobody would have cared if he had demonstrated in front of a police station to prove his, uh, well, his invalid point. He made lots of customers mad on the day when he was being paid $600,000, which he was making for every game. So every time he showed up at a stadium, he was making 600000 Um So that's why they had a right to tell him to do what he was expected to do when he was being paid. Anyway, if you want to know what China means to the NBA, listen to Jason Whitlock of Fox Sports 1. I think the cultural impact that... China's influence over a great sport, a great American sport like basketball, is just now being exposed. And just how dependent the NBA is on the Chinese economy and Chinese money uh, to put on the appearance of how great the league is doing without the Chinese money and without... Because you really have to understand the shoe companies, Nike, Adidas, they run American basketball from the high school level all the way to the pros. And the shoe companies are dependent on the China market. And that's where all of this is coming from. You see NBA players constantly over the summer during their offseason running to China to do the bidding of their shoe companies and to sell their shoes in the China market. And so the NBA is really being exposed as not nearly as much of American business as it is a global business, with China perhaps having more influence over it than even America. How about that? And um, it's about the shoes and the money and the shoes and the shoes. That's what it's about. Shoes, okay? Uh, a lot of people over in China, a lot of feet, and a lot of feet that need to have shoes on them. And these players in the NBA, they make tons of money. They make great money. There's only, what, 12 players on a team, and they split up a lot of money. And all of it they deserve, by the way, for the amount of revenue being produced. But they make almost as much, and in some cases more money, on their shoe contracts. So they uh, it owes, they owe it to themselves to keep the Chinese happy. Now... The hypocrisy, of course, is a completely different story. The people running the NBA like to think they're woke, and they like to allow their players to speak their mind, and they're okay with players and coaches trashing the United States. I think LeBron James is the guy who compared the owners to slaves. That was okay. And they must not believe that that hurts their bottom line. I'm talking about the, the people who run the NBA. The Chinese putting Muslims in actual concentration camps, not the one that uh, AOC talks about, actual concentration camps, and being responsible for, I don't know, 50 million deaths in 70 years, that's not to be discussed. We don't want to bring that up. It makes people uncomfortable. Well, anyway, after the break, we're going to talk to a guy who wrote about the NBA's wokeness, and how the NBA is just one of many U.S. companies that kowtow to the Chinese. Stick around. (music) 
They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention Stag for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Stagerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Regenerate Me, now open in Bethel Park, is helping people restore, rebuild, and regenerate their bodies through Advanced Biological Therapy, or ABT. Advanced Biological Therapy gets amazing results by helping your body regenerate skin, restore metabolism, and relieve chronic joint problems to avoid surgery. Regenerate Me specializes in bone and joint issues like arthritis, skin problems due to aging, and even fat loss. Learn more at RegeneratePGH.com. From the Services tab, click the ABD Candidate Program and fill out the question. A health professional will call you back and help you determine if advanced biological therapy is for you. Regenerate Me's equipment and treatments have been cleared for safety by the FDA and are not covered by health insurance or Medicare. Call 412-851-3811 to schedule a no-obligation consultation or attend the next office dinner lecture on October 16th, catered by Pasta 2, to find out more. Seating is limited. RSVP now. 412-851-3811. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind. Expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years. Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. Pittsburgh homeowners rate Pella number one as a leading window brand. Susan wrote, we are thrilled with our new Pella windows and door. The installation process was superior to any other work we've had done in the past. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Wow, thank you, Susan. Low-pressure consultation plus expert installation. At Pella, it's just what we do. Right now, save $150 off windows and $500 off doors or 48 months no interest. Call 888-78-PELLA, PellaPittsburgh.com. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy and Hagerman. You don't want the government deciding what happens to your estate or how much they will take. At Abernethy and Hagerman, estate administration is the heart and soul of our practice. We have the experience to help not only plan, but administer your estate properly to protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure that your inheritance gets to the ones you love. Decide for yourself. Abernethy and Hagerman, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. We are efforting, as they say in radio, to get uh, our man on to talk about the NBA, in case you haven't heard. Well, I'm sure you've heard about what's going on with the NBA, but uh, some other things that are happening here. I uh, came across a lot of stuff on this subject today that was interesting. The ex-North Carolina governor, for example, um, he blasted Adam Silver as hypocrites. Here's why, and I think you're going to guess why. um, His name is Pat McCrory. The NBA is the league that took its all-star game out of Charlotte, North Carolina, because the people in North Carolina had the nerve to uh, vote in people who wanted to law. Or not a law, I just they, they thought it was a good idea that, you know, men used the men's room and women used the women's room. And um, they moved the 2017 all-star weekend out of Charlotte because of uh, the law 
uh, that was viewed as discriminatory to the LGBTQ community. And uh, then the state rescinded the bill in March 2017. The uh, NBA awarded the 2019 All-Star Weekend to Charlotte. So they had it there uh, this year because uh, they they were nice enough. The, the NBA forced them, well, not forced, but they felt the um, the need to just fold in front of the NBA, just, uh, just absolutely, just completely fold, and change the law over a stupid NBA weekend in Charlotte. Uh, and so that, you know, you, you can't question the use of the men's room and the women's room. It's got to be, you know, whoever wants to go in the ladies' room, just go ahead in. Don't worry about it. That's, that's just one of the reactions. And then there's, uh, there's Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, uh, who I think is one of the smartest and most entertaining and uh, compelling people in sports television, he uh, defended the NBA and said the people who are are um, saying that the NBA should stand up to China are what he called jackasses. He said uh, he said. The NBA and China have been feuding ever since the Houston Rockets. Uh, GM tweeted support of pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong. But Barkley doesn't have a problem with the NBA not wanting to risk a ton of money by standing up to China. Here's his quote. They have billions of dollars at stake. It's a business decision. The players and owners have billions of dollars at stake. It's easy for these Monday morning quarterbacks to say they should do this or that because it's not their money. He said that to uh, on the Dan Patrick show this morning. Then he said, you know the thing that's really funny? All these idiots and jackasses and fools that are ringing at their televisions that these players should do that. These are the same people who have been hating on Colin Kaepernick for the last three years, and that's in another country. So I find it hilarious listening to all these idiots, fools and jackasses. You think he likes the word jackass? Uh, I find it hilarious listening to all these idiots, fools, and jackasses on radio and TV talking about these players and saying they should stand up. Now, um, the Bar- Barkley, of course, misses the point ab- about Kaepernick. Um, Kaepernick was because uh, the, they're both the same thing. Kaepernick was told by his bosses, stop doing what you're doing because we are paying you money to be an employee and you're making a lot of money and you are uh, annoying a good percentage, well more than half of our customers, by what you're choosing to do before games, which is kneel during the national anthem. Uh, they have the NBA or the NFL had every right to tell him to quit it, and they had every right to expect him to show up and do what he was expected to do for the money that they were paying him. And so it was it was smart business by the NFL to tell him to cut it out. It's also smart business for the NBA to tell these players and and uh, front office people that um, they have to. Stop speaking ill of the our friends over there in China who are just piling the money into our uh, coffers, just huge amounts of money that the uh, that the China has uh, been um, giving to the NBA and the shoe companies. Which, as you heard, if you heard Jason Whitlock in the um, in the uh, open. He, he talked about that, that the, sh- the shoes are driving everything, and it's a global sport. It's a global sport much more than football is, by the way. The NFL has, is global. It has fans in China. It has fans in Mexico and Canada, obviously, and even in Europe. But it's not global the way the NBA is global with uh, so many Europeans playing. The NHL is more global than the NFL is. Um, but... The, the people who are criticizing the NBA for telling these people to not speak ill of the Chinese, they don't, they're the same people who think that uh, the uh, NFL shouldn't tell uh, Colin Kaepernick not to do what he was doing. Um, is the hypocrisy is that they, the, uh, the people of the NBA are trying to um, present themselves as being so woke and so progressive that they um, are, are in favor of what Kaepernick is protesting, that they believe Kaepernick's false narrative about uh, the police and, and blacks being systematically oppressed by the police in America, which is all nonsense. 
but they're woke and they think he should say that and they think it's a great cause and uh what's his name Kerr one of the coaches he's he's quick to jump all over Donald Trump for immigration for all kinds of different things they asked him to talk about the Chinese situation and he he couldn't even speak he mumbled couldn't he couldn't get it out and uh that and it just shows the hypocrisy that he's just not um he he, he doesn't he doesn't understand that it's it's just about, it's about the money, and the, the Chinese have killed millions of people. They they throw people in prison for for disagreeing with the government. It's a totally as a totalitarian state, and these people they're just um, they're just they're they're okay with that. Um, and I it's two things though. You can't be okay with you you can't be okay with the Chinese and be willing to. Uh, kowtow to them and to uh, go along with the program when it comes to the NBA's relationship with the Chinese. You can't be for that and also consider yourself a woke person. If you understand the business part of it, that's fine. You know, it, it is a lot of money. And maybe maybe all the leagues should just shut up and dribble or shut up and, and pitch or shut up and, and uh, tackle, shut up and uh, skate. Just do whatever you're supposed to do and stay out of the politics. But um, they're not they're not they're not capable of doing that. But you can't have it both ways. And if you're going to take a stance on uh, on one side of it, you better take it on the other side, too. And you and if you don't, then you're a hypocrite. Now, maybe you don't mind being a hypocrite. Maybe there's enough money and maybe you're selling enough shoes. Hypocrisy doesn't uh, come into the equation for you. It's not part of the part of the picture. But they have to. the NBA has – we're talking about billions and billions – not millions, billions of dollars that the NBA would be out if China just threw them out of the country, which they could do if they wanted to. Um, and so it's absolutely good business um, on the part of the NBA, smart business, to uh, kiss the uh, Chinese butt. Um, but they – if if they're if they're going to do it, they need to be called out on their hypocrisy. But there's a difference between the hypocrisy and good business. And I say that the general manager um, of the the Rockets, uh, whatever his name was, Maury, he was wrong to um, bring politics into it when you're dealing with a totalitarian country that's giving you billions of dollars. He was wrong. He was right in what he said. But he was wrong in where he said it and when he said it, and um, you you can't. And, and if you are him and you make, I don't know what general managers make these days in the NBA. They make a ton of money. Players are really well paid. He's probably making a couple million dollars a year as the general manager. Well, some of that money comes from the shoes and the and the sponsorships that the the all the NBA teams uh, make, and it comes from China. So he's he's. He's making money based on the NBA's willingness to look the other way when it comes to what's going on over there in uh, China. And uh, our guest apparently is not going to make it, uh, John Daniel Davidson. But he, I don't know what, what happened there, but he's been on here before. Um, he wrote a piece about this, and he says if, if woke corporations had police power, they would act exactly like communist China. Uh, he's saying... We don't have to imagine hypotheticals because examples of leftist coercion are all around us. He said, considering, consider the firing of a Virginia high school teacher. We had that on here last week, the ADF, or maybe two weeks ago, ADF defending this guy for refusing on religious grounds to use a transgender student's preferred pronoun. Um, and he says, coercion comes naturally to the far left. We see this signs. We see signs of this everywhere. Today, it's commonplace for left-wing college students to shout down or even physically threaten conservative speakers and students on the pretext that "quote unquote" hate speech can't be tolerated, and even that it justifies violence. Uh, so, what he's saying here is that um, you know the left, which is you know stands up for people like Kaepernick, is more than happy to be uh, coercive. With government, as long as it's getting people to do what they believe. So, what he's saying is that uh, the woke corporations, if they had the police power, they would do exactly what China's been doing. He also uh, wrote a piece about how um, the NBA is just one of many American 
companies that uh, just is out there kissing China's butt. He said uh, there are two reasons for this. The first is growing Chinese aggression abroad and despotism, despotism at home, fueled by Beijing's conviction that it should be the final arbiter of discourse about China and everything that comes within its orbit. The second is growing corporate obsequiousness to the Chinese state, fueled by ordinary greed. In other words, it's all about the money. He says the NBA is no exception. Listen to this. This story, that, uh, and I wanted to talk to him about this. I'm sorry we couldn't get him on, but th- this was a story that he wrote about with Mercedes-Benz. Um, this is, uh, when was this? Uh, last year. Mercedes-Benz has an ad out, and they quoted the Dalai Lama, which is not a guy who's well thought of, let's just say, by the Chinese. Um, they, they quoted Dalai Lama in a social media post last year, and the, uh, the Mercedes-Benz then apologized for wrong information that hurt the feelings of Chinese people. That's what the Chinese government forced Mercedes-Benz to say. Um, apparently, Mercedes-Benz sells a few cars in China. How many people do they have living over there now? Three billion, I don't know, a couple billion uh, you know, 10 times more than what we have here or whatever. Um, but that's a, the language commonly used by Chinese officials to protest statements made by foreigners that they're hurting the feelings of the people. Now, you can you can go in and force a woman to abort a child because it's the wrong sex. Uh, that's not that's that's not a that's not a problem. But saying something like what uh, uh, Mercedes Benz did when they um, quoted the Dalai Lama, that hurts people's feelings. Uh, rounding people up and putting them in a concentration camp, that doesn't hurt their feelings. How about this? Marriott, they've, they have fired staff who expressed support for Tibet, and Delta apologized to China, China last year after listing Taiwan and Tibet as separate countries on its website. Versace apologized to China just last month over a T-shirt that suggested Hong Kong and Macau uh, aren't part of China. Versace has stopped making the shirt. It destroyed all the ones that it already made. Because uh, the people in China, were, their feelings might be hurt by by pointing out that, you know, Tibet ought to be left alone by the Chinese and people sh- uh, shouldn't be killed for saying they like the Dalai Lama. But that's that's uh, some of the stuff that's been, you know, going on in China. And the NBA is more than happy to... Uh, collect their money and you know it's business and i don't have a problem with it what i have a problem with is is the nba saying that they're woke and saying that they're concerned about the plight of the downtrodden and they're they're very very big on equal rights for everybody but um they're only about that when they're over here and they're fine with criticizing the United States because they apparently, not apparently, they obviously think they can get away with it because they do it. But uh, they're not that concerned about the poor people over in China who have been living under communist uh, control in an authoritarian state uh, for um, how many years? 70 years they've been, it's been going on over there and people being killed and put into concentration camps. So uh, you know what? I hope I don't care what the NBA does. I, I you could write on the head of a pin what I know about and care about the NBA. I haven't watched an NBA game since Larry Bird and Magic Johnson were playing. So I hope that I I, I don't care what they do. Um, and they sell shoes. I don't care. Um, and you know, there's Nike. <laughs> there's Nike that that stands up for Colin Kaepernick and has him become the face of their their company. And they're perfectly happy to take the money for their shoes uh, in a country where people are totally dominated by the government and have no rights whatsoever. So hypocrisy lives in the NBA, and it's all for money. Uh, Not just money. It's all for money and shoes. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump will hold a political rally in Minneapolis tonight. That's after resolving a dispute over security costs. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton 
has more in this report. The president's scheduled rally at the Target Center was in jeopardy earlier this week when the city of Minneapolis told the arena that security costs would total $530,000. The arena then asked the Trump campaign for financial help. The president accused the city's mayor of trying to sabotage the event and threatened to sue before the arena backed off from canceling the contract. This evening's rally will be the president's first since Democrats launched an impeachment inquiry against him. Greg Clugston, the White House. Banks led stocks broadly higher on Wall Street today, enabling the market to extend its gains from the day before. The Dow picking up 151 points, the Nasdaq ahead 47. This is SRN News. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife Jenny was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Dr. Sebastian Gorka wants four more years. There is no way on God's green earth that you look at the last three years and say, we don't need more of it. Whether it's the economy, whether it's national security, whether it's our standing in the world, whether it's just one thing alone. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The Answer. Community Bank, City Mission, Number One Cochrane, Highmark Stadium, Peters Township Community Center, Angelo's Restaurant. What do all these businesses have in common? Nello Construction, design and build with one company. Nello Construction, full service construction from the ground up. Renovation, expansion. Nello Construction, the choice for business. See the projects, begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. If you're worried about market volatility or the possibility of losing money in the next market crash, the time to act is now. Effective financial management involves identifying opportunities. And with a 10-year bull market run, markets around all-time highs, and a highly contested election cycle right around the corner, we have an opportunity now to protect what's important. Don't risk losing a significant portion of your life savings in the next market downturn. Call Hunt & Associates today, 844-366-HUNT. That's 844-366-4866. With the warmer weather winding down, it's time to ride out the summer in a new Chevrolet. Hi, this is Tunchilkin for the team at Calusi Chevrolet. Right now, Calusi has a huge selection of crossovers like the all-new Chevy Traverse and Equinox and Trax with all-wheel drive, Wi-Fi connectivity, and plenty of storage space. These vehicles are fully equipped for today's busy family. And you can buy with confidence knowing Calusi Chevrolet has been serving Pittsburgh for over 100 years. Chevrolet, find new roads. 1776 Freedoms Calling is hosting an evening with Dinesh D'Souza, best-selling author and documentary film producer, on Thursday, October 24th. This event's new location is the Antonelli Event Center in North Huntington, PA. 1776 Freedoms Calling is very honored to be the only committee in Pennsylvania collaborating with Dinesh D'Souza to inform the Commonwealth about the detrimental effects of socialism. Go to 1776freedomscalling.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Starting off with a look at the Parkway West. That is really stacked up on the inbound side with heavy volume 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound delays, Banksville Road to Carnegie, 79 to Campbell's Run Road. Parkway East is busy outbound, Boulevard of the Allies to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, and delays on the inbound side. Spring Road overpass to the Tunnel 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. A northbound 79 delays from Parkway North to 910. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Mostly clear tonight, the low going down to 49 degrees. Tomorrow, a nice-looking day, mostly sunny, pleasantly warm, high 73. Clouds will be increasing tomorrow night, and there'll be a shower around before daybreak, low 54. Saturday, spotty showers for the morning, 
Mostly cloudy and cooler for the rest of the day. The high for Saturday, 59 degrees. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. It didn't get as much publicity as it deserved, but last week the Supreme Court heard arguments in a case that could affect every human being in America because it could determine what sex is, how you were born, or how you think. David Cortman is senior counsel and vice president of litigation for Alliance Defending Freedom, who represented one of the parties in this case, and he joins us now. David, thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me. So, uh, last week, the U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments in the Harris Funeral Homes versus Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Uh, What was the case about? How did it go? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different issues involved, but but at core is... um, who gets to make the law? Um, is it is it the the court or is it Congress? And and then once the law is passed and has been uh, um, enacted for for decades, over fifty years, uh, does your average citizen have a right to rely on that law, or can it get changed at any time without notice, um, like the EEOC, a government agency, did in this case? Okay, and how they they changed the uh, the the lower court had ruled in favor of the funeral home in this case, uh, and then that was overturned by the Sixth Circuit. Uh, Sixth Circuit. On what basis did the Sixth Circuit overturn the lower court? Yeah, so it's, what's interesting is, and, you know, we hear a lot about, um, you know, courts rewriting the law and the legislature should be doing so, but that's exactly what the Sixth Circuit did. At, at issue in the case was, was basically employment law. Uh, if you run a business, you know, how does that work and what rules you have to be governed by, and in this case, our clients run uh, a ministry that's a funeral home. Uh, their family's been doing it for over 100 years. And they had a gentleman who was employed for them for about six years, and they have a dress code. They want their employees to kind of blend into the background. They're, they're ministering to grieving families, so, so the attention should not be on the employees. It should be on the families. So they have modest dress codes where when, men wear suits and women wear skirts or dresses. And this gentleman basically came to work one day and said, I want to let you know to the owner that now I'm transitioning uh, from a man to a woman and I'm going to act and present um, as a woman, and that's where the issue came. And so the lower court changed the law and said, yes, this this what's called sexual orientation is going to be is going to be added to the law passed 50 years ago when that wasn't even an issue, um, and you're going to be now be accountable for sexual orientation issues instead of just sex. And that was you know whether um, uh, men and women should be treated differently at work. And so the law was completely upended by the lower court. So um, this uh, person was a man and uh, decided he wanted to be a woman, and the uh, the funeral home thought that that might create a little bit of a circus atmosphere at a funeral home, which probably isn't a really good idea. So um, their rights are just tossed out the window as, as to what kind of decorum they want to present at a business that is uh, that that, re- that that is really. Um, uh, dependent on decorum, what they, they're going to rule what that that business can uh, have as its decorum rules. Well, well, that's right. And what's what's interesting about the case, among many other things, is the the agency who brought the claim under the previous administration is the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, and they themselves have a dress code. Uh, that both men and women dress differently according to it. So you would think that they would know what the law says, but yet because of this political correctness and, and some of the new agendas out there, they just say, well, we're changing what the law means, even though 50 years it's been clear uh, exactly that 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 um, the only distinction there is between men and women. And ironically, the law was passed originally to protect women's rights in the in the workplace, and yet doing this actually undermines that. And I think that's another one of the problems in the case. Yeah, talking about the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and um, it's just, it all comes down, doesn't it, to just a, a, what is the meaning of sex? I don't mean the act of sex, I mean the, 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 uh, the noun. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, 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 and in 1964, when it said you can't discriminate based on sex, it meant biological sex between men and women, and the purpose for that was uh, to give women more rights in the workplace. And what's interesting is that you, you wouldn't know this by the case, but um, what happens if, if you say that sex no longer means biological men and women and you can actually change somehow change your sex, 
that actually hurts women. People have probably heard of uh, the, the athletic competitions, for sure. example, in Connecticut, yeah. where there are, are young women who are losing scholarships and victories and opportunities because young men are now identifying as women and then competing and taking away their titles. Or, or women's homeless shelter where women are, are, are battered subject to domestic violence and rape. And there was a man in, in, in Alaska who said, now identify as a woman, and insisted on sleeping next to these women who have been abused. And so it actually upends women's rights instead of protecting them, exact opposite of what Congress intended in 1964. And what you just described there, we're talking to David Cortman, Senior Counsel and Vice President of U.S. Litigation with Alliance Defending Freedom. And what you just described there, every single, as far as I know, every single... Uh, uh, participant in the Democratic campaign for president, uh, everyone running for the nomination, would agree with everything you just said there that uh, that happened to all those people. They're, yeah, they're, that's they're absolutely right. That's absolutely right, and and that's what that's what's amazing because you would expect those on the left who are supposed to champion rights for women, uh, which is an extremely important cause that they would say, look, this is actually no longer protecting women. In fact, in fact, one of the, the officials in Connecticut um, said to the, the girls who were losing these opportunities, said, well, you may have a right to compete, but you don't have a right to win. I mean, well, that's, that's, rem that's remarkable. Well, David, just so you know, I've, I've talked about that a lot here, and I'm a, uh, a longtime sportscaster here in Pittsburgh, as well as doing this show. And um, um, what I have said, and I, I, I've mentioned it to people from your organization, Alliance Defending Freedom, what the girls need to do, just as an aside here, the girls and women need to do to end it immediately is to just, instead of uh, uh, complaining about it after the competition is over and they've lost, don't compete. If you show up for a race and there's a person there who is a man claiming to be a woman, you don't run. There is no race. Let him go run by himself. This, the problem is solved instantly because there are no more races for women. And and there's no race for the for the man to um, intrude upon with his manliness. Um, just don't. So and I have I really don't have any sympathy for him if they don't do that. I didn't want to get off on that, yeah. but that I know you guys are dealing with that, and uh, that they need to be just told that uh, as a sports guy, I'm telling you that ends immediately. If the if the entire track team that they're supposed to compete against says, "Oh, you have a man running," we're out. We're not doing it. End of story. Yeah, and I think that's the trick is is getting the entire team to do so. Well, um, if they don't, see, the I have no sympathy because, for them. You know, right? And 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 the problem is 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 some of the girls, especially, you know, are afraid. Uh, they're given in this. They're given heat by the school officials and the track mm -hmm. officials, and so it's it's you know you got a high school you got a high school student and and everybody's coming down on them. So I, I you know I think that's a it's a good solution. The problem is, are we going to get everybody to do so? And in the meantime, what happens is the left just changes the law because they want to fit whatever agenda they have going on today instead of abiding by what the law is supposed to be and was 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 written to be originally. Yeah, and to me the the comparison would be if you had uh, a group of uh, twelve year old uh, boys who are um, playing baseball and you show up for a game and the pitcher for the other team is 16 and uh, and you say well that doesn't seem like it's fair I thought it was supposed to be all 12 year olds well uh, he, th he thinks he's 12 uh, so just deal with it the same, and you have no chance of, of, of winning. You know, and, and, uh, and so I guess I have a sensitivity toward it because I've covered sports for so long, and I know that sports is about having some kind of a level playing field when there's a competition where both teams have an equal chance to to uh, compete. I just don't understand why anybody has three minutes of patience for any of that stupidity. I, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's uh, just me. I, I want to get back on this, but, um, you know, so what are the worst and uh, best case scenarios for people who like sex to find uh, the way it's been, I don't know, for what, the last 5,000 years or so? Yeah, and, and it, you know, it depends on what the court does. I mean, the, the you know, it went, the, the argument went pretty well at the Supreme Court. You know, it, it, it's looking like that, the, that a majority will come out agreeing that, hey, you can debate this all you want, but the debate belongs in Congress mm -hmm. because that's where that's how democracy works. That's where the laws are are created, and that the, it's, the place not to do it is in some executive agency um, or or in the courts. And so, hopefully, the answer that'll come out is: Look, you can debate this all you want, but it has to be done in Congress. We're not going to do it here. We're not going to legislate from the bench like the lower court did. Um, so, hopefully, it's going to come out in the in the right way. 
And if Congress obviously wants to debate the issue, they can, but they'll hear all the sides. They'll hear everybody's side. They'll have, hear from the women who are losing all these opportunities. Um, and I think that's the important part in a, in a, in a democracy like ours. But if, they, if, it, uh, if it goes back to what you just said there and it, and it becomes, hey, look, we don't want to, this isn't a, a, uh, an issue for us, it's for the legislature. Um, does it get to the point then when uh, at some point, you know, we get uh, to the point where sex is going to be defined differently based on which party is in power, which party is in control of the federal government? Because if they don't define it, can it change every few years depending on who's in charge? Yeah, and, and interestingly, but it's, you know, the, the good part is, is if you're making those changes through Congress, um, you know, a court, you can have, for example, one judge at a lower court, three judges, and you only need two at a court of appeals. And so it's much easier to rewrite the law from the court. If you're going through the legislature, you have to have a majority, you know, both the House and the Senate. Right. You know, and that's the point of voting. People need to get out there and make sure during all the elections from the local level all the way down to the presidency that they're voting for the people that identify with their values. Uh, and that's what's important because that's, that's where Congress decides what the law is. And if you don't like the laws... You have to make sure that you're voting to put in the folks that, that you think are following the Constitution and, and your values. Well, we have uh, two uh, Democrat uh, representatives um, who are hiding under their desks and uh, don't want to talk to us here at uh, wonderful 1250 AM, 1250 The Answer. Uh, we All we wanted to do is get them to comment on the uh, Equality Act and how they feel about it allowing forcing i guess uh women to have to compete against men and i, I can't they won't they won't even answer the they don't want to be on record uh being in favor of it but they are because it was passed unanimously by the house democrats yeah and that's exactly the point i mean you know silence is is, is speaks louder than words sometimes just as you're saying yeah. and, and people need to hold them accountable i mean this is an issue that matters it matters to us it matters to our children um, it matters to what type of legacy we lead, and that's why people have to become active um, to make sure that uh, you know these are not the folks that either get in office or, or stay in office. Yeah, and by the way, if anybody listening uh, knows how to get a hold of Connor Lamb or Mike Doyle, uh, tell them to give me a call. We'll put them on the air, and they can defend the Equality Act anytime they want. Um, so the Trump administration said a while back that it was hoping to define sex as immutable and based upon uh, physical character characteristics. What happened to that idea, and how would that clash with what was, uh, well, what so far with what the 6th District ruled? Yeah, and, 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 you know, what's interesting is is the courts have said for, um, you know, decades in this context, it's, it's 1964, it's been over 50 years, the law was enacted, in all the cases, that sex is immutable. You're either born a man or a woman, uh, and, and that's an immutable trait, regardless of what your perceptions are, regardless of what happens after that. And, and, and the administration, the current administration, actually reversed. So this all started on the, the, the former administration under President Obama that, in the, that just by fiat and this executive agency said, well, we're changing the rule even though it's Congress's, um, you know, priority to do so. And so the current administration said, no, 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 we, you know, we're going back to the original understanding. And so that's, I think, part of your earlier point. The, the executive branch doesn't get to make the laws, nor does the, the judicial branch. It's, it's, it's Congress. And so that's why we want to make sure that, that these type of decisions, whatever way you feel about them, they're done in the right branch of government. So it doesn't happen where every few years when power changes in the other branches that we have these, every, you know, every year the decision is changing. But it's something that's carefully thought out. Everybody gets to put their point of view. People can testify before Congress, get involved in who they vote for. And that's really want these decisions to be made. And these decisions, as you mentioned, they matter in all types of contexts, not just employment, uh, but, but everywhere throughout our lives. Uh, and before, uh, David, before I forget, David Cortman, um, Alliance Defending Freedom uh, is um, representing the funeral home and, and represents everybody for free. So they do it based on contributions. What's the number for people to call if they want to uh, contribute to Alliance Defending Freedom? Yeah, absolutely. And so well, the phone number is 1-800-TELL-TELL-ADF, uh, or you can go to our website that has all the information about this case and all the cases we do um, at adflegal.org or org. And I think that's the point. 
you know, when especially when the government comes up against citizens, uh, like this government agency did here, or like in the Masterpiece case, or all our many other cases, your average citizen can't doesn't have the finances to go up against a, a municipality, a city, a state, uh, whoever it happens to be. And so we come alongside them, uh, handle all the litigation and everything for free. So, um, you know, that's, that's um, you know, it's one of those things where the, the average person wouldn't be able to do so. And so we certainly appreciate whatever support and appreciate you having us on. i got less than a minute left here, Dave. Just tell me, um, when will something be resolved on this particular case and uh, and how long will this take? And can this be the decide, can this decide it for a long time? Or is, is this just, uh, you know, a bump in the road for people who want to change the definition of sex? Yeah, I think, first of all, it'll probably take a couple of months. Um, normally, it takes a few months for these decisions to come out. The Supreme Court terms end in June. I wouldn't be surprised if they waited till the end of the term before this opinion gets issued, um, just because of the the nature of the subject matter at issue. And and I think it'll be, and I and I say this with kind of mixed mixed concern. So it it'll be settled, but but the other side's always going to continue to attack this. This is their ideology. This is their progressiveness. If if the you know if the, if you want to call it that, this is the, the the ideology, the sexual ideology they have, and they want things to change. So will they ever get up? No, I don't think so. But these battles are important to show that there are principles in the law, like like we're talking about in this case, Congress gets to make the law just because you don't like it, you don't get to run to a favorable court and do so. There's some bigger principles that matter to, or should matter to both sides. So, so, so this is just the left or right. This is a principle that we fight for in these cases, whether it's free speech or freedom of religion or, or the rule of law that helps everyone, and I think that's the important part to take away from this case and every other case. Well, Dave, would appreciate the work you're doing. Keep up the good work. Thanks for being on the show. All right. Good to be with you. All right. That's David Cortman, Senior Counsel and Vice President of U.S. Litigation with Alliance Defending Freedom, and we will be right back. Regenerate Me, now open in Bethel Park, is helping people restore, rebuild, and regenerate their bodies through Advanced Biological Therapy, or ABT. Advanced Biological Therapy gets amazing results by helping your body regenerate skin, restore metabolism, and relieve chronic joint problems to avoid surgery. Regenerate Me specializes in bone and joint issues like arthritis, skin problems due to aging, and even fat loss. Learn more at RegeneratePGH.com. From the Services tab, click the ABT Candidate Program and fill out the questionnaire. A health professional will call you back and help you determine if advanced biological therapy is for you. Regenerate Me's equipment and treatments have been cleared for safety by the FDA and are not covered by health insurance or Medicare. Call 412-851-3811 to schedule a no-obligation consultation or attend the next office dinner lecture on October 16th, catered by Pasta 2 to find out more. Seating is limited. RSVP now. 412-851-3811. The opposite of addiction is not sobriety. The opposite of addiction is community. And so we introduce them to community while they're with us. At Light of Life Rescue Mission on Pittsburgh's north side, real recovery requires a community approach. In the past, what would happen is that people would come in and all that we would see is that they would comply while they're with us. But what was happening I mean, once they would leave, we would see that they would relapse very quickly. So now we're tracking our graduates of our program, looking at five years out. What we're learning is, is that the longer they're with us, the more success they have, and the more that they're connected into the community, the better they are. So we try to give them opportunity while they're with us to connect with the community, with the church, with people who are out there in the community, so that when they get on the other side, they're in a family and community. They've experienced that community and don't want to go back to the isolation again. Light of Life Rescue Mission, providing food, shelter, and hope since 1952. Become a monthly partner or make a one-time gift today at lightoflife.org slash give. You started your business with nothing but a great big idea. They told you it couldn't be done, but that just made you work harder to prove them wrong. Now look at you, ready to take on the world. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South gets where you're coming from. When they said they wanted to create great big graphics for great big ideas like yours in less time than anyone else, they were told it couldn't be done. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South just smiled and said, oh yeah, watch us. When you need a large format printing partner who can provide high quality visual graphics in stunning detail, from trade show displays to outdoor signs, 3M brand vehicle wrap for your fleet, to window graphics, banners, and decals. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South can handle most jobs in two days or less and can roll with last-minute change-ups without breaking a sweat. 
Who says it can't be done? For a free quote, visit speedpropghsouth.com. 1776 Freedom's Calling is hosting an evening with Dinesh D'Souza, best-selling author and documentary film producer, on Thursday, October 24th. This event's new location is the Antonelli Event Center in North Huntington, PA. 1776 Freedom's Calling is very honored to be the only committee in Pennsylvania collaborating with Dinesh D'Souza to inform the Commonwealth about the detrimental effects of socialism. Go to 1776freedomscalling.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Yeah, about some stupidity to close off here. A 12-year-old Overland Park, Kansas girl formed a gun with her fingers, pointed at four of her, pointed at four of her Westridge Middle School classmates one at a time, and then turned the pretend weapon toward herself. Police <laughs> hauled her out of school in handcuffs arrested her and charged her with a felony for threatening. According to the Johnson County District Court, on September 18th, the girl, quote, unlawfully and feloniously communicated a threat to commit violence with the intent to, re- to place another in fear or with the intent to cause the evacuation, lockdown, or disruption in regular ongoing activities or created just the risk of causing such fear. And that uh, during a class discussion, another student asked the girl if she would kill f- if she could kill five people in the class, who would they be? In response, the girl allegedly pointed her finger pistol like the ones many children use playing cops and robbers. And uh, the school resource officer, this is the person who's hired, I guess, to help with the kiddies. She recommended that the girl be arrested. She's twelve. Okay. Meanwhile, they got two kids, like 16-year-old kids, who came to school with guns in their backpacks, and they were charged with misdemeanors. But pointing with your finger, handcuffs, hauled off. She could may never vote again because of this if she's convicted of being a felon. Oh, boy. Talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.